listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Um, it is uh, at oh, the, are we? the week after the uh, after outdoor retailer. Yeah, or a week after. And we are um, still doing a debrief of some of the cool cool stuff we saw, some of the cool brands. We, and did, uh, we, did, we didn't actually stop by cool. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are... So we just talked about outdoor research on the last episode. And they had a lot of great stuff, particularly affordable great stuff. Yes. Great ski gear, bibs and jackets and all that stuff that was that was not. It, it seems like s- many of these outdoor brands are kind of a, it's almost a competition to see who can make the most expensive jacket. Because they're all now, like, five and $600 is middle of the road now yeah. i mean Close it's like mind. mid-price now yeah. all of them are 800 to 1000 dollars, which is just nuts to me um and in that world outdoor research is making killer quality products at like the 300 to 350 dollar price point which is awesome yeah mm-hmm. um so and they have a lifetime guarantee and all that stuff so anyway if you haven't listened to that episode it's worth worth uh checking out that episode because um we go into a little bit more detail about some of their cool new products um, but today on this particular episode, we're going to talk about what Solomon and Smartwool. Yeah, I mean, and and Solomon winter goods. Yeah, winter goods, yeah. Hard, goods. hard goods, and to continue the conversation of good price points, um, Solomon. Um, a couple of their products we saw are awesome for that. Many of you, if you're into backcountry skiing, are familiar with the new shift binding. That's not so new now, but a new shift binding that. Solomon put out um, backcountry slash frame binding, and they released a new model for next year. It's going to be a 10 din. Um, they're finding a problem with like a lot of when you, when you are skiing and you have a, a binding that has a din setting, you want to try and find a binding that you're not. If it's a 13 din binding, you don't want to be to 13. Yeah, if it's a 10 din binding, you don't want to be to 10. Mm-hmm. You want to be right there in the middle of the binding range. The same with the the low side. If it only goes to a 5 din, you don't want to be a 5 din. You want to be a six or a seven, you know, stay a little bit away from the extremes of that, the din range. And they're finding a lot of women skiers or just skiers that aren't very heavy are at the very bottom of that 13 din shift binding. So they released a 10 din binding that'll come out next year. Um, so one, it's more affordable and two, it's going to fit a wider range of people. Um, there's not a ton of skiers out there that are above a 10 din or that should be skiing at above a 10 din right mm. and so this is going to be great for better price point it gets you into the shift binding which is an awesome binding and it's a little bit more affordable and it can go down i can't remember the lowest side. i want to say it's four to ten din um and i think the 13 was five or six to 13 and i 
Should know my stats. They came but, out um, with a whole new line of skis, too, didn't they? They did, the Stance Ski. Yeah. Um, and it's the first time that Solomon has designed a ski for North America. Um, Solomon is Which a European. Which is crazy, right? Yeah. All their skis aren't designed for us. No, they're designed for Europe. And this last year, the U.S. passed Europe in sales for Solomon. So the brand as a whole is selling more in the U.S. than they are in Europe. And so they thought, hmm. Maybe we should build a ski that suits yeah. America, the U.S. Um, and so I'm trying to remember. They have a ski that they built in um, – one's in Vermont. So their narrowest one, They I think they kind of engineered for Vermont skiing. Their middle waist was Big Sky, I think. And then Jackson was their, their largest one, their fattest ski. Um so that's kind of like the, if you look at like the, the areas that the skis would be skied at, narrowest would be out east, and then the big sky a little bit wider, and they say the Jackson skis are the widest. Um, anyways, that doesn't really matter. It's just cool that Solomon has realized that the U.S. market is big, so they're building skis built for here. Um, the ski is called the Stance. It's got two sheets of metal in it, um, so it's a stiffer ski. It's a very powerful ski. Um Stick it more towards the groomer. For um, the big fat Americans, right? Big fat Americans, yeah. <laughs> the just, McDonald's ski. It's got to be able to hold our weight. Um, I haven't skied on it, so I can't speak to how it performs, but from the tr- construction of the ski, very powerful ski. Um, there's areas Probably that pretty damp. Yeah. Probably pretty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's areas they've cut out some of the metal so it flexes a little bit better, um, so you can get it on edge. It's not quite as... It, it's got some good rotation, or not, not rotation, but it can flex pretty well when you put it on edge, um, so it's not too stiff. Um, cool ski. I'm excited to get on it next year and try it out, see how it skis. Um, that's a cool thing. Another one is they're releasing a new boot called the Shift Boot um, to go along with your shift binding. But um, You get a package deal. Yeah, you could. You yeah. get a package deal there. Very good price point. Uh, they also make it in a junior size, so for the juniors that want to get out to backcountry ski, it's got pin, um, pin capable boot, and make it in junior sizes. If you have a smaller foot, they make the junior boot all the way up to a, tw- I want to say a 26.5 or 27.5 even. So I think it was 27.5. They make the junior boot up into. So if you're looking to get into it, you don't need a really stiff boot, but you want to into backcountry skiing there's an option for you the the shift junior um there's some things that it doesn't have that the adult boot does have it's not a customizable shell it doesn't have um some of their just their technology they built into built into the boot but it is a good like price point boot that can ski in the resort can ski out of the resort if you're just looking for something to kind of get your get your toes cold toes cold cold. but so that's another cool thing the the shift boot be looking for that one um there's going to be a lot of advertisement for that boot so So that's a boot that can do both alpine and backcountry yeah so it doesn't uh travel as much as like a touring boot. yeah i think it's got 42 degrees of articulation where a typical alpine boot will have like 62 degrees of articulation but it's nice and stiff for alpine mm-hmm. and it can loosen up enough for backcountry again it's, if you're if you want a boot for backcountry skiing this is not your boot it's not going to be great for what all if you want day. a boot specifically for back yeah specifically right. just for backcountry what skiing. if you want a specific boot for alpine skiing this is probably not your boot either 
for isn't that weird alpine. yeah so it is like you can't you want to do both but can't afford both mm-hmm. so you buy the it, it'll do great at both it'll do great i think you're going to notice it most when you're going uphill backcountry skiing mm. because you don't have the same articulation but it's it seems like they built it to be pretty stiff on the downhill it, it's going to ski pretty true to an alpine boot but it's got that rocker sole it's a little bit better than like your traditional alpine boot that can tour it's 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 good technology. It's sounds, a great boot. Sounds kind of ideal for snow basin, where yeah. you might be doing a quick skin over to hit Hell's Canyon or No Name or something like that. Yeah. Or the sisters, and um, so you want something that you can do a quick fifteen or twenty minute tour mm-hmm. in, but also ski the whole mountain. James high. Peak wouldn't be too bad for Powder Mountain. Yeah, Powder Mountain. Just go cruise up James Peak and come down. Um, so yeah, keep that on your radar. The Solomon Shift boot. Um. Like I said, great. Even their adult version is not too expensive, um, and it's got a customizable shell. All Salmon's great technology they built into boots. So that boot has pins. It, mm-hmm. It's pin compatible, but is it also will it also fit in just your traditional yep, binding? Yep, it's ISO. Is it ninety five twenty three? Is the I can't remember. It it is compatible with an Alpine boot or Alpine uh, binding though. Cool. So, um, yeah. That's Solomon. A quick rundown of Solomon. They've yeah. got some cool stuff coming out. For they also sure. have like new rentals and stuff. Yep, but they do. Cool. <laughs> so we are not. Right, yeah. <laughs> we're not going to bring it. Yeah. But but they did. They did launch a new ski line. That's the biggest news. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw some QSTs up at Snow Basin yesterday. Saturday, Sunday. It's a popular yeah. ski, man. Yep. It's an awesome ski. I really like it. So. And then Smartwool. You guys met with Smartwool. We did. And uh, so we've we've talked it at length about icebreaker which is a brand i that love icebreaker seven yeah plus years and uh we all love icebreaker now smart wool is like the american equivalent of icebreaker but they're different brands so why would we even look at them what's the story like there's a story there though why we even there's a story yeah there's a story everything story. has a story. are you a sales rep yes <laughs> <laughs> i sell podcasts <laughs> yeah, there you go um so <laughs> from the sourcing on the story side from the sourcing, they get their merino from the same exact factory or the same exact mill, I should say, that Icebreaker gets theirs from. So they're, though they're an American quality company, wise, they're, they're getting quality wool from all over the world, really. They don't just use one mill. And we talked about that on our Icebreaker episode where they get all their, their different wool from. It doesn't just come from Australia. They get it from various different areas. Um, one thing that really impresses me with Smart Wool is their technology. Um, they're an, a merino wool company that's always trying to do something new and something different with merino, not just a merino base layer. It's going to have a merino base layer with, you might be familiar with their intranet technology. Like they've, they're doing different things, some body mapping, some heat mapping to really figure out where to put different materials. And I think it's really cool what they've been able to do. So we saw their base layers. Mm-hmm. Along with uh, like mid layers and and we didn't see anything else like oh, above a mid layer, right? Uh, no, we didn't. And then socks. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Socks. And so, I like their socks. I'm wearing yeah. a pair right now. Smart wool. I I've really liked them, but I have to say they're not as durable as darn tough. They and they aren't. Nothing is. That's why darn tough is darn tough. But they make. Darn Tough doesn't make base layers. Right. 
Man, I would love some Tartuffe-based <laughs> layers. Yet. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I, I would. I want Tartuffe boxers. <laughs> <laughs> might, be, might be fairly itchy, to be completely honest. Um, yeah, so their they're base layers next to skin layers from Smart Wool will, I think we're bringing into Gear 30 to replace ice Icebreaker. Um, and there's, there's a reason for that. Um, along with the mid layers uh, the mid layers from smart wool are more stylish and they look like they're meant for everyone and the price points are some are similar to icebreaker and some are a little bit more affordable icebreaker you're going to get maybe a classier nicer look maybe the the finishing looks a little a little cleaner but i think the designs from smart wool are, are meant to fit more people yeah and you know, you mentioned classy on Icebreaker. When I go by their booths at Outdoor Retailer, and as I've I've had many Icebreaker pieces, and I've had a few Smartwool pieces, and to me it seemed like Smartwool was a little bit sportier, maybe a little more focused on uh, the active outdoor type thing where Icebreaker has that, um, but that's just a small part of what they do. They do a lot of like fashion type pieces in addition and um and maybe classy classier is the right yeah term. a little more fashion focused fashion forward well, you know versus. this i mean working in the store people come in and they're like hey do you have smart wool and what they're asking for is a, like a base layer or something they're right. not necessarily asking for that brand they just think they are and then we should have to we sell them icebreaker and right. and they tend to be pretty happy but it, it'd be nice to finally offer them smart wool when that's what they're asking for so yeah. That's what we're going to we're going to finally bring it, bring it in. Yeah. So darn tough still favorite sock. Best oh, selling yeah. sock. Best sock. Fit my favorite sock. But um I am excited to do the smart wool base layers. I've yeah. I've uh I've had a ton of icebreaker base layers and I like them and icebreaker shirts and stuff, but I have had some smart wool uh like a smart wool beanie and some smart wool accessories and a smart wool top, I believe. And I loved it. I thought it was as good as anything out there, and I actually thought that they were more innovative in the knits and other things that they were using, like like you mentioned, Chase, kind of the body mapping type stuff. My very favorite uh, beanie for backcountry skiing, for for trail running, all of the like high exertion stuff was a smart wool, because I've got icebreaker beanies and stuff like that, and the and the and the merino wool did a great job managing the moisture but the merino wool plus the various knits and stuff like that and the smart wool one meant they actually i actually stayed more comfortable in the smart wool yeah. beanie so i'm i'm actually really excited i, I had that same beanie to, to yeah it's just a a tight fitting yeah. small and just enough to cover the ears and yeah yeah i love that thing so and it fit comfortably underneath like a, a climbing helmet for ice climbing and yeah, it was a great, great one. I think I lost it. <laughs> I think I lost I it. I, now that I think about it, I haven't seen it in a couple of years. So, but it was one of my Check very favorite Check that one bag at the bottom. I know it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll find it in a few years when I pull out that bag again, whichever one that is. Anyway, cool. Well, I'm excited about Smartwool. Excited to check that out. So, um, all right. Should be pretty cool stuff. And their socks are cool. Like, they've got some cool PhD. Pins. Yep, PhD socks. They've got. Just forgot what that stands for. I know. Pretty. 
Highly durable. Highly durable. <laughs> Pretty highly durable. <laughs> I kind of, she said it and I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's like registered trademark. They registered yeah. trademark PhD. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, they've got some sense. really cool prints on their socks, which are always fun. Um, they partner with Chris Ben Chetler, who I really like. Oh, well, decent skier, Michaela Schifrin. Yeah. Recently lost her dad, so rip. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, sorry to hear that. She skis as one of their athletes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like. Pretty much you'll ski as good as her if you wear her ski socks. <laughs> no wonder yeah. she wins everything. Smart wall. Yeah. I hear she's a she's a fan of the podcast. That's what I have not heard. <laughs> okay, maybe but not. I she should be. But if she so, listens yeah. to this podcast, we're sorry to hear about your dad. <laughs> yep. And uh We like your socks. We uh yeah. And way to represent the U.S. and Smart Wool by winning every single race you ever enter. For the most part, yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah. So she set the record a couple of races ago for the most wins ever. And she's, like, just getting started. How old is she? Like, 22 or something like that? I don't know. She's she's great. Going to be going for a long time. (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't pay attention to that sport ski racing is a weird sport like it's they yeah. show it on tv and i'm like i don't really understand what's going on they don't hit the gate or hit the gate or don't hit the gate go <laughs> fast I don't know. um but when she makes the news because she wins all Every, the time yeah. all the things and the olympics and all the things so yeah do you remember a while back Lindsay vaughn because she was oh, yeah. winning well she, was she and she recently retired yeah something she like retired that now? But she mentioned something about like competing against the guys because it was too easy or something like that. I don't know. I think I remember hearing something like that yeah. quite a while ago and it turned into something. Um, and I just thought if there's anybody out there that needs to race against some guys, it's uh, it's Michaela Schifrin because uh, she just doesn't lose. And uh, I don't know. She's 24, by the way. 24. She's looking it up. Yeah. Yeah. Is she single, Chase? Are you? Is that something you can uh, make a push for? Uh, hey, Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just, I know that you would prefer uh, a girlfriend who skis. D- would you Would you be intimidated yeah, by someone who skis that well? <laughs> so you're assuming she's better than me, yeah. huh? <laughs> she yeah. hasn't hit a I tree. I am just assuming. So. Yeah. yeah, you're the one in a sling. I don't know. But. Um. Yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Yeah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't date me. So, <laughs> uh, you never know. Well, uh, you have a podcast. I have a podcast. Yeah, That's true. And You're a buyer, I'm a and you have buyer. a podcast, and, and ha- beautiful hair, and beautiful hair. Your hair's gotten a lot. I didn't realize how long it's gotten. If you straighten that, that thing's gonna. It's halfway down my back. Well, yeah, holy smokes. You're like Rapunzel. <laughs> like I mean, I'm a buyer. I'm like Rapunzel. <laughs> Ski into trees. Yeah, and live. What more could you want out of a man? Money, maybe? (laughs) That's a big thing I'm lacking, but I don't need that. You got a bunch of... You have personality. I got personality. Way better than money. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Anyways. Says all the people that don't have money. (laughs) Yeah. That's all all we've got. (laughs) Personality. And some of us don't even have that. And heart. Yeah. That's why you guys... Are joining me for the podcast to bring the personality and um you sure. know more about gear than us two combined so that's it's a good combo very true anyway 
All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. Thanks for joining us for the podcast. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, also, leave us a friendly review if you would. Um, that that helps other people find our podcast because the more positive reviews we get, the more the various uh, podcast outlets like iTunes and other things will promote our podcast. More more people see it, so we do appreciate that. Um, you can find us on instagram at gear underscore three zero or like us on facebook and you can check out our website gear30.com that's spelled out g-e-a-r-t-h-i-r-t-y.com and uh, find our deals of the week we also have some winter clearance online and um and all the other all the other cool stuff that we have you'll see all of our new gear that comes in and so it's it's a good website we are in the process of launching a new new website our web the current website's going to be active and going for a while but we're actually going to launch a new website that will be a little bit more shopper user friendly uh in the coming weeks so we're excited about that when you say coming weeks i'm just hoping it's this year (laughs) in the coming but it's probably within the probably be within the next 52 weeks so (laughs) we'll let you know when that so thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode. See you out there. Mm-hmm.